Coming up, we celebrate a milestone here at the podcast. It is the 600th episode of CoasterRadio.com, and we are celebrating by playing our most ambitious game show ever. That, plus a look at all of the news happening around the amusement industry, this is Coaster Radio. (laughs) Welcome to the original Theme Park Podcast. This is your announcer, Neil Patrick Harris. Podcasting from our glass-enclosed studios in Washington, D.C., this is CoasterRadio.com. Here are your hosts, Mike Collins and E.B. E.B., it is my honor for the 600th time to be able to say welcome, everybody, to the original Theme Park Podcast. You are listening to CoasterRadio.com. Man, for the 600th time, E.B., here you and I are sitting here together doing a podcast about theme parks and thrill rides. I love it. This is this is great. So thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Thank you for listening to us here at CoasterRadio.com for this 600th episode. Mike, when I think about the 600th episode of CoasterRadio.com, I can't help but translate that into the 600th hour yes. of CoasterRadio.com. Yes. That is a lot of content. This is good stuff, man. Yeah. Bringing it to you guys. I love it. I love it. Week after week. We're celebrating tonight, Mike, by going back and revisiting some of the great memories and lessons learned from coasterradio.com in a listener interactivity um, element that we're going to be doing later on where we asked those um, listeners to share some of those memories and thoughts with us. But then the big interactivity happens, Mike, in the second half of this week's episode of coasterradio.com. We've got a hundred listeners standing by Mm -hmm. to play last fan standing yes now over the past couple weeks we've been doing a lot of testing with all of this interactivity we did some in the arthur levine episode and then we did some with hot or not and now here we are ready to try our most ambitious game show ever where it's basically eb exactly like the old hq trivia where we're gonna have all of our listeners and everybody is in getting to play and we're gonna start asking multiple choice trivia questions about coasterradio.com that's right. Until yeah. we get down to the last fan standing and they're, they're going to win a fantastic prize. But Mike, this is still coasterradio.com, even though it is a special 600th episode. So Mike, just like so many before it, we start with our first drop. Yeah. And because we've been so busy with all this interactive stuff and these special shows, we kind of missed kind of a, a really interesting story that I would love to hear from you about, because I know that you are a Nintendo fan and of course, over at Universal Studios Japan, uh, Super Nintendo World is, uh, I, I don't know if they've actually physically opened yet or just in soft openings, but a lot of video was starting to come out from guests who have been there. And we finally got to see the Super Mario Kart ride. Yeah, again, we've, we've seen a lot of video that's come out of uh, the Super Mario Land or Super Nintendo World. Yeah. It's Super Mario Land. That's what people are I know, yeah, call yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the Yoshi ride, right, where you where you essentially, it doesn't do anything. You just kind of tour around. I'm kind of disappointed in that one. It doesn't seem to do much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this Mario Kart ride is one that people are really, really interested in because it does everything that we thought it was gonna do right it's got the augmented reality it's got the screens that make you feel like you're going faster um you do actually grab shells and attack your um the the other vehicles and the the animated characters in the in the in the ride i don't know though because i can't tell what the ride is like with a youtube video yeah you just can't tell somebody holding their smartphone behind the lens of an augmented reality glasses 
isn't doing it for me. No, no. I just can't tell what this thing is. And it made sense to me why there were signs all over the resort saying, hey, don't post videos to YouTube. I think because it doesn't work. You can't record it. It doesn't work. It's the same thing as when any new ride premieres and people start taking videos. Like I saw the videos of um, the Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland Shanghai. And like, I can't tell what I'm looking at in most scenes. Like there's all this gigantic video and things happening and I'm staring at it and I'm like, well, wait, where is that in relation to the boat in relation to the set? I don't know what I'm Mm -hmm. looking at, but then you talk to people who have ridden it and they're like, yeah, don't watch the damn YouTube video. It's, It's nothing like what it's like being there. And I think that's what this Mario Kart is like. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever bought a bootleg DVD? Like walking through the city and the guy's got all the movies laid out and they're like mm-hmm. a buck. Yeah, sure. And sure. it's a movie that just dropped in theaters a week ago and he's got the DVD sitting there. Have you ever actually bought one? I've never bought one. I've never bought one. You did? Which one did you buy? I don't even, it was years and years and years ago. It might've been like the original, the, 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 the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man oh, or something like that. It was yeah. around that time. Yeah. And I remember watching this thing and thinking to myself, I still have to go to the theater to watch this because this is garbage. It's the exact same thing where there's a guy in the middle of the movie theater shooting with a video camera. I mean, this is before cell phones probably, right? Mm -hmm. Shooting with a video camera has tucked between the seats recording the screen. So it sounds like crap. It looks like crap. Yeah. That's what this, this, that's what this um, Super Mario Kart ride looks like. When what? you watch the videos, what? it what? doesn't look good to me. I can see how maybe it's good, but based on that, it doesn't. It, but but I'm, obviously, with your smartphone behind an augmented reality glasses, it's not the same experience. Yeah, and what I was surprised about is how many people were really upset that it wasn't. They were like saying, why wasn't it like Test Track or why wasn't it like Radiator Springs Racers? Why wasn't there a racing section? And I remember hearing, I mean, I guess we knew all along that this was going to be the type of ride system it was, like more of a mm-hmm. slow-moving dark ride with screens to make it feel like you were going faster. Right, you've got those screens all around you, like the tunnel effect to make you feel like you're going fast, but there's no point where you go fast, yeah. like Radiator Springs, right? Do you remember, though, years ago, we were hearing about all of this technology to make cars spin out and all that stuff? Like, I thought that was going to be the Mario Kart ride. Oh, there was that roller coaster. It wasn't the cantilevered coaster, but it was the one that had where you, yeah, it would spin out. Yeah, because there was the the one Mario game where you would where you would get hit and spin the double dash. It was going to be like Mario Kart Double Dash, I think, is what it, what yeah, it was going to be yeah. based on. Yeah, that's not the ride system that we got. Maybe, hey, how about this, Mike? Maybe they'll learn their lessons and be like, you know what, people wanted more thrills. The one that's coming to the U.S. Oh, sure. At Epic Universe. We'll make that one be the thrills. Yeah. The one in Hollywood might be similar to the one in Japan, but maybe Epic Universe, they're like, yeah, let's build a Mario Kart ride where people can drift and spin out and do all types of things. Because wasn't there a ride system that was in Japan or maybe China that we were seeing and they're like, oh, that's what they're going to use for Mario Kart because the rides spin out and drift like the the vehicles and stuff. I, I, I wonder what that was or if that was just wishful thinking on all our parts. Well, we, we have seen a lot of stuff that's like, wouldn't this be amazing if it actually comes to um, Super Nintendo Land? Yeah, the the, the yeah. Donkey Kong cantilevered coaster, right? Oh, sure. That's the one that we're hoping that we're going to be getting. So there's all sorts of really cool ideas. And when you're putting out so many cool ideas, it's hard to not be disappointed mm-hmm. in some way or another. I mean, I'm not disappointed in the idea of an augmented reality uh dark ride because that's something i've never experienced before but even though i'm getting the augmented reality dark ride 
I still want to have the other thing too. Yeah. I want it all, Mike. I, I know. want it all. I know. I'm with you. The the neat thing about the video of the Mario Kart ride though that I really liked is there's a scene at the end where you're just flying and it makes it seem like you're just like flying down the road, but mm-hmm. then the augmented reality blends back into the real set. And Mario is actually jumping from the augmented reality onto the set at one point. It looks really cool. It's like a seamless transition. Like just a well, beautiful thing that I bet is even better in person than it is on a YouTube video. Exactly. I bet yeah. in person that is really, really going to actually work really, really well for the riders themselves. I like your I like your idea, Mike, of having us get one version of the ride completely different in Hollywood and a totally yeah. different one down in Orlando. Because that it. would make me want to go to both parks. Exactly. They should do that. That's a great idea. I hope they do. I hope they yeah. do. So, um, yeah, there are a lot of stories that we missed and stories that are ongoing uh, here on this 600th episode of CoasterRadio.com. Let's get to them right now, EB, in our segment we call Quick Hits. Quick Hits. Tom from Louisville right there doing the uh, Quick Hits, mm-hmm. just in case you didn't know. All right, so let's talk about this. At Wild Adventures, Cheetah is closing for good. That's one of the last rides that Custom Coasters International built, and it's shutting oh. down. Yeah, it's too bad. No, this is this isn't good. Is there a reason why this is closing down? I think the the reason that was given is to make room for new attractions. Well, that's um, a good thing. You know, I, I don't know what that means or if that's the real answer, but uh, I'm watching a little cheetah uh, POV right now. And, uh, you know, I'm going to miss it. I, it's one of those. I hate it when a ride like this goes away before I've had a chance to ride it. You know? Yeah, this is a nice small park down there in Georgia. This is a this is a park that always does the really nice stuff where it's uh, I think this park is probably best known for giving free passes away to people who have to evacuate Florida. Oh, right. Yeah. During Isn't hurricanes. That and stuff. Yeah, that's Whenever what, yeah. there's a hurricane and people evacuate from Florida to Georgia, Wild Adventures is like, why don't you come over to the park? We'll let you in for free. Yeah. Dude, I'm watching a Coaster Force video of it right now, and that that is shaking. The camera looks like it's going to shake right off the mount that it's on, though. I can, maybe this okay. is why. But, I mean, it's a cool out-and-back roller coaster that actually goes along some green grass. It's pretty nice. But, dude, I'm watching. I, I don't, can't even understand what's happening in the video. It's shaking so much. It's, like, that bad. And, and they're using, oh. like, a GoPro that probably has a stabilizer on it. But, this dude, maybe that's the reason it's going. I hate to talk bad of the dead, but, jeez. Holy moly. Talk bad of the yeah. dead. I like that. Yeah, this coaster's with 20, not even 20 years old before they uh, got rid of it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Our second story, I heard about this on Theme Park News from Coaster Radio, our uh, daily podcast that you can listen to Monday through Friday. Uh, you talked about a, a lawsuit being filed against Taylor Swift by a theme park. I love this story so yeah. much. So, yeah, Evermore is an immersive park that's in Utah. Think about medieval times. If you've ever gone to medieval times, there's a whole thing with medieval times before you even go into the arena to watch the story and get your dinner and watch the nights where they come out and they kind of give you some backstory and you can get your picture taken with the princess and you can like get fitted for suits of armor and crap like that. Uh Imagine that, but a whole park, right? Right. So you can go into the tavern and you can talk to the wizard and he like tells you to go talk to the blacksmith and he shows you how to make a horseshoe. And then they send you over to learn an archery lesson. That's what this park is. Yeah. Well, Taylor Swift released an album in December called Evermore. Uh huh. And the guy who owns the Evermore amusement park said that people who were Googling Taylor Swift's album were landing on the website for his park. Ah. Yeah, And he didn't like that. And he also said that when people would come into the park, they would people would be asking the cast members, 
So what does this have to do with Taylor Swift? Oh, and he's thinking like, hey, I've put all this money and effort into this thing. And now it's into become- this thing called Evermore. Yeah. And now everybody is confusing it with this Taylor Swift yeah. album. And this- so he's suing for two million dollars in damages for brand confusion, essentially saying that, you know, people can't disassociate the two properties. Yeah. He's basically doesn't want his Evermore to be like the Dollywood for Taylor Swift. That's what he's trying to avoid, I bet. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty yeah. much. And, it, and he was trying to make the argument of um, the, the the lawyers on Taylor Swift's side who said, well, obviously she's a pop singer and you're an amusement park in Utah. There's nothing similar whatsoever. Yeah. And he was trying to make the case of, well, Evermore is a brand. And yes, maybe it's just an amusement park right now, but we do sell T-shirts just like Taylor Swift sells T-shirts that yeah. say Evermore. And we are considering releasing music and albums also branded Evermore, but this isn't going to fly. I mean, it's Evermore. It's not really, it's a word. It's a word. It's a word. Yeah, it's going to be hard. That's going to be a hard one to prove. And also Taylor Swift and her people have infinite money. So it's going to yeah, be hard basically. to go so, up. And, yeah. So yeah, this guy, I mean, maybe this guy can hope for a settlement of some sort where they're like, it's not even worth us. Give this guy $500,000 to go away. It might. Yeah, it might be. And build, yeah, that, might be, that might be fine for the dude. Yeah. And build a good ride with that money. There you go. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Speaking of a ride that's being built, uh, Silverwood, they're, of course, getting Stunt Pilot, uh, the big RMC single rail coaster that's there. And uh, the the pieces of that Stunt Pilot coaster are coming. But uh, here's the interesting part of that sto- story, EB. Most times these rides, you know, that you see track being shipped across the country from the B&M plant in Ohio, it has to go on these big trucks. In this case, Silverwood is just 12 miles away from RMC. Down US ninety five in Idaho. So I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I easy. had no idea. This is this is really really interesting to me. I did see the pictures that they were tweeting out. They were really excited because they're getting this brilliant, beautiful white track for this single rail roller coaster that's coming to Silverwood. Um, I had no idea that Arms yeah. was their neighbor. I had no idea either. But I, that must be the shortest distance a ride has ever had to travel, except for like at a park <laughs> like Knobles where they're building stuff on site. But yeah, I thought that was just funny that I had no idea that's they were really so close. Funny. Now, how do you save this next ride? Save on shipping, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, for sure. You, it's you, like when you get mulch delivered or firewood, it's like, well, within 10 miles. Yeah. Delivery's free. Yeah. Well, Fred Grubb could just put it in the back of his truck and run it down, you know, do that. Yeah. Laugh phase, so. Uh, anyway, so help me out with this. I know Energy Landia in Poland is uh, doing testing right now of a new ride. How do you say this? I want to make sure I'm saying this correct. Is it Abyssus? 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 Abyssus. I think it's like Abyss. Abyssus. Abyssus. Okay, there it is. I so this, want- is the, this is the Poland park at Ener- Energy Landia. Yes. Energy Landia? I think so. Yes. Energy Landia. For us in the U.S., but I'm sure in Poland a different way. Sure. <laughs> but see this like this is answer a lot yeah. it's like we're not wrong yeah <laughs> we're just not right we're, and that's fine we're american come on now no uh, this w- is the american correct yes. and that's okay it's energy landia there you go. abyssus yeah there's some dudes in europe regardless right now, like, of what it looks like the polish people are just going bonkers right now they're yeah. like why are you doing this this is the worst thing that's ever happened to us and it's like no you know you have your own jokes right <laughs> okay so this is energy landia abyssus this thing looks Bonkers! I oh. love it. They're fine. They, they they just released this new roller coaster. Um, some wonderful point of view. Um, multiple launches. Just goes on and on and on. Mike, the craziest thing about this thing, 
the trenches it's going through. Oh, they, yeah. They, the, the theming isn't quite finished. It's mostly dirt, but they have these concrete trenches that almost look like they'll eventually be themed some sort of like post-apocalyptic town. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's eventually going to be the theme. I have not looked at the artist renderings of what this is supposed to be like, but there's concrete trenches this ride is zooming through. It's got to feel really fast and intense. Oh, yeah. It looks so good. The thing that I love about this ride is it keeps going on and on yeah. and on. It's so long, or at least it feels long. But then the second half of the ride is more intense than the first. Mm-hmm. So it's like in most rides, it kind of loses energy and loses speed as it goes. But this one, man, it like it does a launch, a second launch. It goes up yep. into like a top hat element, and then it just goes bonkers. This looks to be like, I would love to get to Poland and ride this thing, man. And that's a park that has a ton of great rides. It really does. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at renderings now and there's, there is going to be a lot of stonework, a lot of water elements oh, and good. things like that. This thing is going to be really, really cool. Good, good, good. So yeah, I wanted to put that on our radar. We are planning to do some type of European new attraction show for 2021. We got to figure out what that is. Um, and how that's going to be. But that's a ride we'll talk about, man. That's cool. Yeah, this yeah. looks really good. Um, cool. I know that there's been a lot of reporting, some by us, uh, not only here on this podcast, but on Theme Park News, about California and what's going on out there and when the parks might open. And I know that there was some news this past week about maybe the theme parks being brought down a peg so that they might be able to open in a different like COVID we, we could spend a whole episode of coastradio.com debating this because yeah. it really is getting to the point where the governor of California, it's almost like he's just being stubborn. And I, I again, don't Maybe. get me, I don't want to be like, don't get me started. And this is like opening a can of worms thing. But at this point, we really do have a lot more information about COVID. Yeah. We really do know where it spreads, how it spreads, what smart things we can do to prevent it. We have lots of case studies and almost a full year's worth of experience. Yep. Yet the governor of California won't look at that and make adjustments for the major theme parks in California. It, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think there are ways to safely open the parks. You know, we, we've demonstrated, like you said, it's it's been demonstrated uh, across the world. Um, But Disney at least has something up their sleeve here. And we'll see what it is, is a limited time ticketed experience. That's what they're calling it. It's basically going to be like a food and beverage festival at California Adventure, which celebrated its 20th anniversary this past week. Uh, They're going to do it multiple days per week, but it sounds kind of fun. It sounds like a little bit of an extension of what they're doing there on Buena Vista Street, where people can come in and eat and shop a little bit, but maybe opening up the whole park. At least getting people into a Disney park in California, you know? Well, and, and this is what other parks in California have done as well, right? We saw this with the Knott's Berry Farm, letting people in for food and drink and just to walk around. The parks in California are getting desperate at this point because they're not, they're just pulling their hair out. Why can't we let people actually come into our parks? And so they're just trying to figure out other ways that they can get around the rules to let people in. And this seems like a good idea. If they can have people come into California Adventure, walk around, sit on a bench, and then be sad looking at the roller coasters. Yeah, yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's really what it's come down to is that they just don't know what to do. And the people that want to go to the parks, they don't know what to do either. I think this is a good solution. Yeah, Because sure. the parks are going to get people to come in, and the people are going to get to spend their money, and they're going to be able to at least look at the <laughs> – the whirl of emotions, right? Yeah, right, right. That inside out thing is. Yeah. 
And you know what the best part is, though, man, is that a thousand people who were laid off or furloughed have been called back for this. Yes. That's a well, lot and, of and jobs. That, that's, that's, that's re- I mean, it's, it really isn't about Disney wanting to make a lot of money and get tickets back in. The arguments and the complaints, and, and I talked about this on Theme Park News with the Assembly of Cal- the, the California um, Assembly members trying to pass this bill to get the parks to open again. It's about the people who aren't working. Yes. Thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands of people yeah. that have been furloughed or essentially told, wait, you'll come back soon. It's it's it can't go on much longer before yeah. the permanent effects that have already hit become long lasting and change things for for real. I mean, if you're going to keep Knott's Berry Farm closed for another year or more. When you look, see, you got me started. I, I know, I started. I got you going. I got you, you got going. me started, but Mike. This is you good because I because I read all about this man, and it's crazy. the 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 level that that the governor wants to have um, before the parks can open is something ridiculous to the point of um, if there is one positive COVID case out of a hundred thousand tests, that closes the park. Yeah, yeah. That might not mm-hmm. be an accurate. It's something to that effect where it's just the threshold, the threshold that he's expecting to open these parks is the virus is gone. The pandemic is over and we can't do that because this thing is going to have a really, really long tail. And you got to open those parks, not only for the people that want to go to the parks, but for the people who work at the parks. Thousands and thousands. Come on. Yeah. So many families, man. You got to think about that. And then you even get into the hotels that are around there and all that. There's so much, man. So I'm, gosh, we got to, we got to get the vaccines in the arms. We got to get people back to work, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got to get back to the parks too, you know? Well, I, 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 California, they need to look at this and they need to actually consider it and they need to make some decisions. Yes. Yes. All right, so there we go. Our quick hits for tonight. <laughs> Sorry, so, no, like no, no. That was like the big rant. No, it's good though. I'm tired of this COVID thing. Get, Get it, it out, done. man. Get it out. Come on. Get it out. That's what I say. All right, so here we go. It's the 600th episode of CoasterRadio.com. We are getting ready to play Last Fan Standing in oh just gosh. a little while. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> this is going to be so silly. So good. 100 listeners standing by. Uh, and we're going to eliminate them one by one until we've got one fan left. It's going to be great. Uh, but yep. first, here's something fun that we did this week. Uh, you know, there are 600 episodes now of Coaster Radio in the archives. There are some people out there who have listened to all of them. Yes. You know, some people have listened since day one, way back in 2005. Other people just recently have gone back and listened to the entire archive. You know, starting with episode one all the way to episode 600 now. And so well, what, and throughout the throughout the history of the show, I think every once in a while we'll get that email. Right. Yes. yes. And where somebody will say, hey, guys, just found the show a couple of years ago. But let me tell you, I really enjoyed it so much. And over the past six months, I've been listening to every episode and I finally made it and I'm caught back mm-hmm. up again. It's awesome to hear that sort of thing. I love it. I love it. And that makes me so happy too. just to think, you know, we, we put all these episodes out there. And sometimes I think like we'll do an episode like we'll do one tonight. People will listen to it for about a month. And then I think no one's ever going to hear that again. It's gone. It's, it's done. awesome to know that you know? they have legs. They yeah. can, they continue to get listened to all these years later. Yeah. yeah, it's so great. It's so great. So that makes me happy that, you know, the effort that gets put into these things lives on 15 years mm-hmm. later. It's really cool. So what we ask the listeners is over the 600 episodes that you've listened to, what's the one thing you've learned? What have you learned from Coaster Radio <laughs> over time? That I've got a lot of time in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> right? So here it is. Now, here's an interesting one. Let's start with Tom the Mailman. 
Thomas, a mailman who goes about his route every day. And he said that to get through it and to kind of, you know, he's walking around, he puts on his smartphone. He's listening to six episodes of Coaster Radio per day. That's fantastic. Yeah. And and he is a, a, a relatively new listener, yes. but he plowed through the entire back catalog of coasterradio.com and he did answer the question, the, the, the listener interactivity question, Mike, that we had for him. Yep. What did you learn after listening to all 600 episodes of coasterradio.com? Yeah, so he's got a bunch of things here. Here's are the things he learned. Well, the hope of getting free tickets to the park was not as successful as you thought it might be. That's I think thing. that was stated on episode one, <laughs> yes. that that was part of the motivation of starting the podcast. Yeah, I think you were excited. You're like, this is great. This is going to mean free tickets. So while it has meant a few. It has here and there. It hasn't meant that many. That's true. That's true. Uh, another one. The Sparktacular Explosiolusa is a fun tr- tradition that should never end. There is a core audience who loves the Sparktacular Explosion yeah. Lisa. And I know, I remember the one year that we s- didn't skip it, but we moved it over to Theme Park News. Oh, yes. Yeah, and people <laughs> and were, they were like, where was it? Yeah. No, bring it back. I miss it. It's the thing I look forward to all summer long. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Tom, you're right. Yeah, and there have been some episodes of the Sparktacular Explosion Lisa that have been video podcasts that are really huge, and other times where it's just like you running outside, lighting off whatever you can get. So that's always going to be around, though. I think we'll always keep that here on the podcast proper for sure. Uh, here's another one. Theme park dating isn't a good idea, but it isn't bad if it happens spontaneously. Yeah. And you know what? That is true for the podcast as well. We have tried to force that yes, <laughs> with there, a couple yeah. of episodes where we've talked about dating in the pod in, yeah. the, in the parks. We've had some fun. We've had some like couples. We actually mm-hmm. married a couple on the podcast once. Yeah. Um, we had uh, the Coaster family. We've had some like, you know, couples on the show. If it happens, it works. But if you force it, it doesn't. That's true. Here's maybe my favorite one of the night. If you are going to start a theme park, don't tell Coaster Radio until you're ready to open your doors. <laughs> because the CoasterRadio.com curse will shut you down. So over yes. 600 episodes, we have talked to a handful yeah. of developers. Yeah. And they've all been on the right track. Yeah. No pun intended. Only to come on our show, talk about it, and then we hear later on that the whole idea <laughs> fell apart. It's, it's done. It's done. And we keep hoping that we'll invite one of these developers on in the early stages, and then we'll be in like in the ground floor of their theme and park. And then we're best friends, right, yeah. from the from the beginning. Yeah, we always hope that. We always even talk like, hey. We always make best friends. Yes, it's just yeah. the parks never get off but, the ground. And they, we say the same thing to all of them, like, hey why don't you build a radio studio at your park yes. and we'll come and do a show there. And they always like, yeah, that's a great idea. Why didn't I think of that? It's never happened. It's well, never maybe happened. That's what happens is they go to their, like um, their investors and they're like, guys, we're going to build this glass room in the middle <laughs> where these two dorks are going to do a podcast. And they're like, this guy, I'm pulling my funding. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Never There's mind. There's been so many. I remember the alien apex park, man. I was looking forward to that. That was the big one, man. That was the real big one. Yeah. Brian came on the show. Remember, I I thought he was going to make a sign like non-disclosure agreements because he had this like secretive ride and all that. Oh, yeah. yeah, He had all sorts of stuff that he was talking about. Yeah. And he did have that secret ride that was going to be like a ride system you'd never seen before. Yeah. But totally different experience. Totally out of this world. No pun intended. again. And he had millions and millions and millions of funders lined up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was working with New Mexico and like the city of Roswell. There was a lot going on there. I thought that was yeah. going to work. I don't know. Nope. Uh, nope. Here's another one from Tom. After 15 years, Mike still wants a ski ball. But he says with all the time and energy he put into the tiki bar, 
Couldn't he have just gotten a skee-ball machine by now? Or maybe he didn't really want one in the first place. That's well, a there's point. a big difference between going out and spending $15,000 on a <laughs> skee-ball machine. <laughs> yeah. And then looking back in retrospect and being like, well, if I had only saved $1,000 over the past 15 years, yep. I could have bought a skee-ball machine. Exactly. Yes, we can all do that in exactly. our lives. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I sometimes wonder if the money I've spent on that tiki bar, if I put it all together, how much it would be, and then could I have just gotten the skee ball machine? But I've been happier with my tiki bar than I think. Well, having, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think so. Here's another one. Despite early bashing of the fast lane program, he thinks that the two of us are fans of it right now, especially at parks that we have a hard time getting to. Well, I mean, it's we didn't like it because we like the theme parks as a place where everybody was equal. Everybody could enjoy themselves together all in it as one unit, right? We're all the same. Yeah. Yeah. And the class system is introduced. Well, if there's going to be a class system introduced, don't you want to be high class? (laughs) Exactly. Right. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah, I think so. Here's another one. Despite parks being for the quote unquote younger crowd, teenagers ruin everything. Line jumpers, fights, et cetera. Well, yeah, I mean, that's just paying attention to the industry in general over the past 15 years or however long you start to notice that trend. We've said that from the beginning. <laughs> Didn't we say like we hated teenagers? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Way, way before. I think we had an episode that. in season yeah. one that was all about dumb things that teenagers do. We don't like. Yeah, that was back when we were in our 30s, too, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's another one. As a group, a European meetup needs to happen. We've yep. talked about it for a long time. I, I think yep. it will. Don't you think it will happen? I really do. Yeah, I, I do. I, I really, really do. I, I I think the thing that's really pushed us closest um, or, or made the biggest push to get us closer is our friends with the uh, Great Britain Roller Coaster Club. Oh, sure. And, yes. and their yeah. bus trips. Yeah, I think that's, that's really the connection that we needed to make to finally pull the trigger on this thing. And so that's what it's going to be yep. when, when it happens. That, that would be fun. Those guys know what they're talking about. Yeah. Here's another one. He says parks that charge for lockers are horrible. That's one thing he's learned. <laughs> we hate lo- we hate paying for lockers. Yeah, Ugh, that is one of the worst. Uh, here's the other one uh, that he likes that we talk about what we want to. He likes the character voices and the listener participation that really makes the show great. He says it keeps it fresh. And every time he listens, it's just like he's hanging out with friends that have everyday conversations. But it just so happens the conversations are about amusement parks. Oh, well, cool. that's great. And that's what we've always tried to do, right? It's, yes. it's just a bunch of guys uh, sitting around talking about this yeah, stuff. That's right? what we whether, said. Whether it was five at the very beginning or just me and Mike, it's great. Yeah, that's what we said 599 episodes ago. Exactly <clears> that, <throat> that. That's all this was. And uh, it's funny what Kevin says here, that he learned that two average theme park fans will themselves become Coaster Boys if they do a theme park podcast long enough. I, I think there's no question that we are Coaster Boys, Mike. And yeah. I think if you go back and listen to those first episodes of CoasterRadio.com, we didn't think so. No. Right? We we teased you because you love Disney so much. But everybody else in the Joint Chiefs, we were like, I don't know. I've been to like three parks. Yeah. It's but amazing. Now, yeah. It's amazing yeah. how things have changed in mm-hmm. those 15 years. Uh, Aaron says that he learned that the a-holes who said that you guys were coaster posers and that your show wouldn't have last now have to suck a big fat one. He says they were wrong and you guys should take this opportunity to gloat. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I like that. He's angry for us. Good. About, yeah. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. Back in the day, man, people were, uh, giving oh, us yeah. a little bit of grief and saying it shouldn't be around and that it was, and gonna... maybe they were right. But you know what? Like, uh, like 
Kevin was just saying, we've we've taken this on a journey. Yeah, fun. John wrote in and said uh, he's le- he's learned that uh, it's a pickle on a stick. On a stick. <laughs> And I don't know if that's so much as me with a theme park experience as, as maybe it's more of me as becoming a Midwesterner. Yeah. And of course, that's that's what happened when we went to Holiday World for the first time before you we, moved to Indiana. Uh, this you, is correct. Yeah, yeah. You went in and asked uh, what that was in the jar. I saw pickle on a stick on the menu yeah. at the snack bar. Yep, yep. And again, I don't know if this is because I am a snotty East Coast person. Or what? But I asked the girl at the counter, what's a pickle on a stick? <laughs> and she replied, it's a pickle on a stick. That was one of my favorite stories. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Danny said he learned two things. First off, that the burnout didn't last. Nope. That's good. We did burn out at the end of season two. We were doing a lot of traveling for the we've, show. We've, and- we've- We've come close to, to, to the burnout a few times. And yeah. I think behind the scenes, um, when you see the podcast make a change, that's the burnout prevention. Yes. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I, I think the, the the Patreon was a part of that. The, the, the meetups were a part of that. We've had some big turns in the podcast um, that have been us preventing burnout. We, we have to grow. We have to do things differently. We have to keep having fun. That's what keeps the burnout from happening. Yeah. I think that we've done the show long enough now to where we've feel it coming on when we feel it coming on we know what we have to do to stop it mm-hmm. you know and that's uh, like that's i how think people- you know what mike this live thing that we're doing tonight with all of these listeners standing by over a hundred listeners at the live look in tonight yeah for last fan standing i think this might be the next big shift that's keeping us really excited about sure Coaster Radio. sure i love the idea i mean seeing this many people mm-hmm. wanting to it's really fun yeah in the show live where that's never happened before is is really Exciting. Very yeah, very, very good. Uh, also, uh, he says, if you drive a Monte Carlo, you will be riding in style. In JetBlue Monte Carlo, ride in style. Yes, yes. Matt wrote in and said that he learned that if a legendary theme park owner had to choose between his water park and a dry park, he's going with the dry park. <laughs> no, he's not. He's going with the water park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. No, it is the water park. That's wrong. He's going with the water that's right. park. It's the water park. Yeah, of course. Uh, will Cook. <laughs> Cook. Yeah, Matt got that wrong, and I read he it wants wrong. The yeah. big money, man, because yeah. that was the thing is that the, the the water park gets the big money. Yeah, yeah. Will Cook came on the show. We had a great conversation with them, and we asked him that straight up. Yeah. If you had to pick Splash and Safari or Holiday World, he picked Splash and Safari. Yeah, and he said every day, every day he'd pick it. Yeah, and, yep. it, and it no question, us, but, no hesitation. Yeah, that was so good. Uh, Mark said that over time he's learned about all of the different roller coaster manufacturers, model types, and their traits. He learned what coaster credits are and what coaster clubs are. And he learned about block breaks, materials you can build roller coasters out of, famous roller coaster attraction de- designers like Joe Rody, and much, much more. So that's kind of nice. That's nice. I mean, I, I'm surprised that he learned that from us because that's that's not really he learned what, along with us, Mike. I think yeah. over 15 years, I've certainly learned a lot of that stuff. Yeah, sure. Caroline wrote in and said, I've learned that if you listen close enough, you can actually hear Mike cringe when EB says something controversial. <laughs> well, controversial is very kind of you. It's more like when EB says something dumb and Mike's like, oh, oh, do I edit that out or do I keep it in? I don't know. Here's a when, good when one. something like that happens, Mike, are you an exhale person or an inhale person? Are you more of a I, I'm more of a, are whole- you more of a. Well, I'm a more of a hold my breath person, and then I'm more of a okay. Do I have to call the Lift Hill Media lawyers about that? <laughs> you hold your breath. You're like, yeah. I, I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta okay. send that off to the lawyer and see what's up with that. 
Oh. Um, here's Doug. He wrote in and said, I listened to the first episode of Coaster Radio <laughs> and hated it. <laughs> but I kept listening. Okay. O- yeah. Over the years, I tolerated the podcast. <laughs> Is Doug from the Coaster Buzz forums? I, I don't know. But I kept listening. Then one day, the podcast made me laugh out loud. And I've been listening ever since. I gave you guys 50 chances. Yeah, there you go. He goes, so the, I guess the thing I've learned is that I, wait, he goes, so I guess the thing I've learned is that hate can turn to love over 600 hours of entertainment. That's good. Wow. The stick to Yes. I like that. Of Doug. I love it. I love it. I, I'd hate to see Doug's relationships. It's <laughs> like, you know, we've been dating for 12 years now and I still don't like you. Yeah. But yesterday, you know, you made me laugh. You're so. okay. You're Let's okay. see where this is going to go. <laughs> That's what it was. Like that that whole thing was kind of a slap to the face, but also like a pat on the back at the same yeah. time. I don't know how to take that. It's you know, yeah. every time I look at you, you're the ugliest thing I've yeah. ever seen. <laughs> but the way that the sunlight sparkles in your eyes today, yeah. you can almost yeah. not throw up. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Doug. Yeah, I'm, Thanks, Doug, Doug is probably a member of the Coaster Buzz forums from back, back then. All right, one last one here from Kentuckiana Coasters. Some very nice thoughts here. Uh, while walking the dog, shaving, or commuting, we've listened to or watched every episode, including the old video cast with the Coaster Boy puppet. That's nice. And shaving, and he said, we? Yeah, I guess it. I guess it's the people who do put members on. of the Kentuckiana coasters. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, shave together. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get it to the bottom of that. Find out what's going on. But that's nice. Okay, that's nice. The coaster boy puppet. Yes, hey. that was another thing that um, came and went. If you shave together, you stay together. That's I think what right. it, the way it is. But uh, he says we've learned nothing warms listeners' hearts more than Mike spitting out classic phrases like the jumbo shrimps of the world or your old buddy Mike Collins. There you go. Yep. That's he, nice. He says, EB is the comedic genius of the theme park podcast world, bringing the hilarious characters <laughs> of Tibor, Hagrid, and Mark Shapiro to life. Comedic genius. Okay. Yeah, there you I'll go. take it. Yeah. He says, the Lost Lagoon Tiki Bar is the most sought after Tiki Bar credit amongst <laughs> coaster enthusiasts. Nice. That might be true. Uh, he says, the extremely suspenseful theme park smarts game show needs to make an occasional return. Oh well, Kentucky Anacostas, you're getting a you're getting a suspenseful game show coming up right in a little oh, bit here. Oh yeah, yeah. But we got to bring back Theme Park Smarts. That was I a like great Theme one. Park Smarts. Too, that was yeah. a good one too. And classic coaster radio moments will live on forever, including the Fred Grub laugh, bench the ride, and anytime C Pain sings, knocks the boots and auto tune. Yes, yes, there are many. There are many classic coaster radio moments. Yes. That's good. So, congrats from two fans who have heard it all, and here's to the next 600. So, thank you and very they much. Shave guys. together. Yes, apparently. there you go. We'll find walking out. Walking the dog, or shaving, there you go. or commuting. I like it. it. Well, you know, like shaving is sometimes boring. It would be nice to have a buddy next to you there to talk over some coaster. Hey, stuff you know while. what? Now that I think about it, that's probably not a bad idea. So they might be spot on with this. <laughs> Alrighty, B, I'm excited. I've been looking forward to this for weeks and weeks and weeks. As part of the big 600th episode here at CoasterRadio.com, we are about to play our most ambitious game show ever. 
I love this so much. It is called Last Fan Standing. And Mike, I- I'm so excited about this. So 100 fans are listening to the show live right now as we're recording it. And the format of the game is like this. We're going to be dropping trivia questions with multiple choice answers simultaneously to all 100 listeners who are joining us live right now. They're using an app that they then can choose the right answer. If they get the right answer, they move on to the next question. Yep. They get the wrong answer. They're eliminated from the contest. Yes. And we have 30 questions that we have written. They start off very easy and they keep getting harder and harder and harder. And what's going to happen is as the questions keep going and as people survive, we're going to add money to the pot. So yes. once we get to question number five, we add $20 to the pot. Once we get to question 10, we add another 20 and we keep going on and on and on till once we get to question 25, if there are still fans standing, that's $100 in the pot. And the last fan standing, the one who has answered all the other questions while the other 99 have failed, that person gets $100 of sweet cash in their pocket. So are you ready, EB? Should we get I'm ready. this, get I'm this ready. whole I want to see these. Here? So the, w- w- once this comes up and once it goes live, I think there's 20 seconds to make your selection, guys. So don't be late. If you don't answer, you get it wrong. Yeah. All right. right. So let's begin playing Last Fan Standing. All right, EB. Here is question number one. What year did Costa Radio begin? And here we go. Was it 2000? 2005, 2010, or 2020? Well, last year was a big year, Mike. I'll just say that as a hint. <laughs> if you answer that, if you answer D, you're yeah. wrong. Well, you know, we did just celebrate the 15-year anniversary last year. If you do that, well, but time's up, BB. Let's go ahead and check out what the coasterradio.com voted here. Oh, okay. There it goes. Good, yeah, good. So, so yeah. 91 listeners are still in the game. Yeah, 91%. So, yeah, let's see what the correct answer is, though, EB. Yes, it's 91%. Yeah. So that, of course, we did start the show in 2005. So let's go ahead and check out the leaderboard here. Check that out. A lot of people in. So out of 109 total players, 37 eliminated, EB, 72 surviving. Oh my gosh! Oh, what happened to the thirty-seven? Maybe we didn't. Have, we, maybe we had some non-answerers. I guess maybe. is what happened there. So we've got seventy-two moving on. This is great. There's yeah. the list. So we this already is cool. I like that we get the usernames. Yeah, here. we we lost a lot already though. Look at that thirty-seven. Okay. So okay. All right. So let's move on. Here is question number two. Which of the following does EB now call his home park? Mm. Is it A. Kentucky Kingdom? B, Six Flags Magic Mountain, C, Holiday World, or D, Kings Island. Oh, now this is this is a good one. This is a good one. And I think people know the answer to this one, or at least they ought to. There is a tricky one in there, though. There's a tricky answer that it might people might think it is. There's no trick. You don't think? There's no trick. All right. Well, I live in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Time's up, EB. Let's see what people voted. 93% saying Holiday World, and of course, that is the correct answer. Holiday World is in. Let's see what the rankings are. Oh, now look, even more people eliminated, though. 46 out, 63 surviving. Look at all the names coming up there. That's pretty cool. This, oh, this is, is fun, great. right? This is great. This is great. Yeah, this is, this is good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on. Congratulations to those 63. See you later to the other 46. Let's move on to question number three. In what sitcom did Mike and EB appear as background extras? Was right. it A, are- Everybody Loves Raymond? Yeah. B, oh, The Big Bang Theory? C, uh-huh. Curb Your Enthusiasm, or D, 
How I Met Your Mother. Sorry, Evie, yes. I forgot you can see these too. That's right. Well, I can see them, but I was just realizing we weren't reading the multiple choices earlier, and the listeners to this podcast are not hearing them. So we ha- we do have to read them. Um, I hope you guys know this one. Yeah. I hope you do. Yeah, this, of course, is one of the uh, most famous things we ever got to do. Uh, let's see what the audience said. Oh, yeah, 95%. They all know it was How I Met Your Mother. A couple Good. people said Everybody Loves Raymond, though. Check that out. I'm surprised. That could have been fun. That I wouldn't have minded fun. that. Or The Big Bang Theory, maybe. I mean, that kind of similar a little bit. But, uh, yeah, so, of course, the correct answer, How I Met Your Mother. Let's see how everybody did there. I think we did knock out a few. Yeah, only 62 survivors now are left so uh there are all the names going by really really cool i like this so let's move on to question number four the coasterradio.com catchphrase two weeks two is a weeks. reference to which film oh my oh this one might <laughs> knock some people out here mike the options are robocop yep B, Starship Troopers, C, Judge Dredd, and D, Total Recall. Oh, yeah, this could be a tricky one. This might be a tricky one because we say two weeks all the time. But 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 we rarely explain it. Yeah, that's true. And does anybody from Mm. not born in the 80s know this? I hope they can recall the answer. Let's see. Let's see what they say. Oh, look, see? This is where we start losing people. Knocked out a bunch there. Yeah, knocked out a bunch. Only 50% saying the right answer. Total Recall. So, yeah, now when we look at the rankings, man, oh, only 33 survivors. That was a savage question, man. That, knocked that out was a, lot. a savage question. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Was. We still got, well, we, all right, we still got Dustini, Cosman, Skippy, Bob. We got uh, Alan yeah. B., Greg N., Dale from Dayton. That was a tough one, man. But two weeks is something that we have said on this show over and over and over. So, all right, so here we go. So now we are getting to question number five. Everybody who is gets it after this is already into the into the money, right? Because that's the $20 money question. The winner will see some type of cash. That's right. So we are yeah. at the point now we are giving a prize to the last fan standing. Yes, so yes. we're 33 left in the game. We are on question six. Oh, no, five. Here comes five. What is the nickname for the original five hosts of CoasterRadio.com? Collectively. Yes. The Fab Five, the Joint Chiefs, the Coaster Clan, or the Theme Park Podcast Posse. Well, gee whiz, I hope we're not the Coaster Clan. <laughs> I know that sounds a little wrong, but I like it anyway. That's We're good. not that. Yeah, so I don't know. Let's find out, though. This is interesting. And this, this, I think, actually has a little bit of trivia behind it. The name actually be given by Mario. So let's see what the audience thought it might be. 66% saying the Joint Chiefs. Still in it. Good. Yes, there you go. That is the correct answer. And yeah, look, though, 17% saying the Fab Five, a couple people saying the Coaster Clan. Also, the. It's not the Coaster Clan. Yeah, the Theme Park Podcast Posse. So yeah, oh, here we go. 27 survivors left. PPPP. So here we are, EB. Five questions in. We've eliminated is in. 83 Leslie's people already. In. Yeah. Jordan's in. Mike W's in. Yeah. Are you, Ben's are, in. are you surprised that 84 people are gone already? I, this is just like HQ trivia, Mike. Yeah. So you, you knock out a, some, a, a bunch of people with some of those savage questions, and then it gets down to maybe a dozen or so, and they go all the way. So let's keep going. Yeah, all right. So here we go. So 20 bucks into the pocket right now. This is pretty exciting. Let's move on, see if we can add a little bit more cash for those 27. But here's what's fun, too. The 84 playing, they can keep playing along. They can't win, but they can at least have fun with some Oh, of the yeah, trivia, keep so. playing. That's cool. All right, here we go. Question number six. In season one, the hosts of the podcast were called Coaster Posers by members of what website? 
Ooh, in the forums, we were, yes, discussed and made to be coaster posers on Coaster Buzz, yep. Theme Park Review, Screenscape, or Coaster 101. Yeah, you got to be an old school fan to know this one. But I, but also, I think you could guess maybe, too. Even if you don't you know, you could maybe guess. But there's it's a little tricky, too. You never know. So let's find out. Now, let's see first. Well, I know one of those didn't even exist. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. They're going to be happy, though. Coaster 101, happy that they're in there, though. Let's see, though. 60% saying Coaster Buzz, 26% saying Theme Park Review, a few saying Coaster 101, a few saying Scream. Lance would never call us Coaster Posers at Screamscape. No, not but- Lance, but I can see TPR. They probably were mumbling it under their breath. <laughs> posers. Let's Coaster see what the posers. correct answer is, EB. It's Coaster Buzz, of course. That's, in fact, where the Coaster nice. Boy character came from. Uh, from those guys He's calling coaster posers <laughs> what's your coaster count <laughs> exactly that's where it Posting came from podcast all right let's see how many we lost on that one yeah we're we're down to 22 survivors man 22 last this fans this is going as well as it could possibly go pac-man's still in yeah. greg's still in dale's still in alex is still in alan is still in yeah so so a lot lot still in this is a lot of fun so congratulations to the 22 and thanks to the 89 who played let's move on to question number seven shall we Prior to NPH, Coaster Radio attempted to recruit which celebrity to announce the show? Huh. We did have a project before the NPH project. Yeah. Was it David Arquette, Mick Foley, Dolly Parton, or Clint Novak? <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote this question? <laughs> I like that. I like D. It could be, though. We could have wanted Clint Novak. I don't remember. But well, yeah, Mick's it's a one Hoosier, of those. and I know Mike likes Dolly. Yeah, that's but... true. But... <laughs> I like how you gave it right there at the end. Let's see what the audience went with, EB. 88% saying David Arquette. A few saying Dolly Parton. We did talk about Dolly Parton a lot. And we still we did not. No, we did not officially stalk her. Only gently, gently stalking. Yeah, 2% saying Clint Novak as well. Let's see what the correct answer is. It's David Arquette, of course. It was David Arquette. And we know that he yep. knew that we knew that he knew. Yeah. Remember, we did. And he just chose to not. And And this was so funny, though, because there was so much David Arquette talk that NPH heard it and he was like, what the hell? Why are they doing David Arquette and not me? And then just as fate would happen, man, we went with NPH the next year. You heard about it? Yeah. NPH heard all of those episodes where we were chasing down David Arquette and NPH was jealous the whole time. And and yes, everything that we did for NPH, we first did for David Arquette and got nothing yeah nothing we sent him a tower of treats to his like stage we sure did all that stuff put his put his face up on a jumbotron at a golf tournament yes yeah we did lots of stuff man (laughs) but zero but hey i think we ended up with the best thing we could have ever gotten with nph but uh what have you done for me lately exactly so let's see what happened here we lost some more we're down to 21 survivors all right 90 right. people eliminated out of 111 players. So Gene's still in. Ben is still in. Noah's yeah. still in. All right. Let's keep going. Yeah. Trevor from Australia is still in. He's there, too. Dale. He's there, yes. too. Playing in Australia. What time is it there? Is it the next day there? That's, that's something else. Oh, though. maybe that's what he's doing. He's in the future. Yeah, I think so. I think he knows so. all the answers already. Excellent. All right. Let's go to question number eight here. Which park hosted the first in-park podcast episode Ooh of coasterradio.com the first park to actually let us podcast within their gates was inside it? the park recording this is not a meetup right this is not any so this is the very first time there was audio from inside of a park yes dorney park bush gardens williamsburg 
King's Dominion, or Six Flags Great Adventure? This is a little bit of a trick question, by the way. I'm just going to say. I would get it down to two myself, because just knowing where the podcast was recorded. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. Time is up. And this one I might get wrong. I'm trying to because Here's, okay, well, let's first see what the audience said. Let's see if the audience got got along with this. So 38% saying Dorney Park, 18% saying Bush Gardens. 23 mm-hmm. guessing and saying King's Dominion, 21 saying Six Flags Great Adventure. This is a savage question, Mike, because I think a lot of listeners here are going to season two of Coaster Radio and the theme park road trip. Yes, yes, because, well, actually, in season one, Dorney Park was the first park that we went to, like, to see a ride and actually do a park, uh, a thing on the Midway. But in the second episode of Coaster Radio, we went to the media day for Curse of Dark Castle. It was Bush Gardens Williamsburg in episode it two. It was episode yeah. two of mm-hmm. Coaster Radio. There is audio from inside Bush Gardens officially for Curse of Dark Castle. So this was a savage question. Yeah, Mike. and I think we lost a lot. Oh, five. We're down to five. <gasps> Karen, Jack, Pac-Man, Michael, and Trevor. Yeah, we're down to we five. That five was five survivors now battling it out. Dude, that was a savage question. That knocked out. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. wow. Wow. That was, and I knew that was going to be a hard one because people would think Dorney Park was the first time we were ever celebrating being in a park doing a show. But actually, it was Wish Gardens, the first one. So mm-hmm. so look at this, EB. We're going to question nine now with five Coaster Radio listeners vying to be the last fan standing. Good. Let's this see what happens. Great. I'm hoping okay. these listeners at least get to question 10 where we add some money. Because we right now it's a $20. Let's get some more price. money in this yeah, thing. Here. Let's see yeah. what we can do. Let's see what we can do. Okay, question number nine. Mike Collins voices which of the following characters? Is it A, Tibor, B, Disney podcast guy, C, the Tower of Terrorist, or B, or D, Bob the Lobster? Mm. Michael, it is not Dutch performing (laughs) artists. I tell you this right now. If somebody's waiting to the last second, they know. This is a tough one, though. I mean, you have to really go through and see. You know. You should know. Yeah, I mean, and this is difficult. You have to know the characters. You have to know who does the characters. I think I, knowing, knowing, I, I, I recognize a couple of names on this list, and they ought to know. Yeah, all right. Well, let's see what the audience is saying here. Oh, it's split, man. I thought it might all go. 11% saying Tibor, which, of course, you do. 23% saying Disney podcast guy, which Super. you, you, you do. Yep. 11% saying Bob the Lobster, which... No. Tom from Louisville does, but the correct answer... Tom himself, just voting himself yeah, out. Yeah, there we go. The correct answer, though, 55% saying Tower of Terrorists. That is the only one that I do. I'm like, hey, I'm the Tower of Terrorists. Don't hit me with the, ah, the pepper spray. That's one of the few characters I do. Very few. Oh, no. So what are we down to now? We oh, only two. Jack and Michael are only two fans left. The wow. last fan standing wow. is coming down to two, Jack and Michael. Yeah. All right. Jack and Michael, let's see. We're getting to question number 10. If you guys get this right, if just one of you gets this right, we have a $40 cash prize for you. $40 for the last fan standing with question number 10. Here we go. Question number 10. What is Lightning Rodney's Twitter handle? Is it A, Coaster Rodney, B, Coaster Jokes, C, Coaster Comic, or D, Coaster Laughs? This... (laughs) Okay, we're getting into the tough ones here. One of these guys has got to get this right. Otherwise, it's 20 bucks for the winner. 20 bucks for both if they tie it out. Let's see what happens here. Yeah, there we go. You know this one, though, right, EB? This is actually what one is you wrote. Lightning Rodney's Twitter handle. Lightning Rodney, of course, 
came about with Lightning Rod, the roller coaster at Dollywood, which got no respect. Yep, there and you go. so <laughs> I think it was Brian, listener Brian, who came up with the character of Lightning Rodney, a Rodney Dangerfield type, who would come out and make jokes. Um, I think he started out coaster-related, and then he just started complaining about his wife. Yeah, I think so. Yes, that's what it ended up being. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. So, right. But he actually did have a Twitter account for a while there, and he was tweeting out jokes as well. Yeah. Coaster Rodney, Coaster Jokes, Coaster Comic, Coaster Last. Let's see if either of our two last fans standing got it right. Yeah, let's see the results. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. One says Coaster like Rodney. One, right. one says oh, Coaster oh, Comic. Oh, no, because this is everybody voting, right? So oh, we this still is. have all 100, yes. all 100 plus contestants are still el- eligible to vote. And it looks like the ask the audience here is kind of split. Yeah. Coaster Rodney and Coaster Comic. But now we have to go and see which of our two competitors got it right. Yeah. Did Jack and Michael both if get it right? Either. Yeah. Let's find out. Here we go. Oh, one survivor Michael left. Michael W. got it right with at Coaster Comic. That was Lightning Rodney's Twitter handle. Michael W., you are the last and standing with a $40 cash prize. Congratulations. He got it right there at 10 where the $40 prize kicked in. Oh, that's amazing, man. That's really great. How about that? So that's fantastic. It took only 10 questions. We were thinking we might go into the 20s and th- up into the 30. But no, it actually took 10 questions to leave one last fan standing. Michael W., congratulations. You are Coaster Radio's last fan standing. Mike, we should keep, should we keep playing? I, yes, I kind of want to yeah. hear the rest of these questions going all the way through. Yeah. Um, and so everybody who's still in there, don't, don't exit out. We still want to see the percentages um, of everybody voting to see who knows um, what, what questions you guys do know and which questions are going to be those stumpers. Yeah. Let's have some fun. Cause there's some really fun questions here coming up. So, so Michael's the last yeah. fan standing, but let's keep going. We do have another uh, 15 questions to go through just for funsies now at this point. Yeah, there we go. This is going to be great. So here's question 11. EB said goodbye. To what pet during a skit on Coaster Radio? <laughs> a skit? Do we call it skits? <laughs> yes, yes. Was All it right. a dog, a cat, a raccoon, or a turkey? Well, I know we said uh, the raccoon died in a skit of, uh, at King's Dominion, but that was not my pet. Yeah. So not the raccoon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> and a dog and a cat. That sounds sad. I know that does sound sad. There we go. Time's up. So let's see what the audience voted with. 58% yeah. going with the they turkey. Know. So I wonder if that was an easier question, of course, then. <laughs> I think that I think people remember the turkey. And, and I think the raccoon folks are thinking of the uh, the poor raccoon that that literally did die on Volcano the Blast Coaster. And we did a whole we did a whole sketch about that. <laughs> that was so good. And that why that's, that's why that was a little bit of a tough question here. So, yeah, let's move on to uh, question number 12. Which of the following parks? was not visited during the infamous Pennsylvania amusement park road trip. Infamous? Yes. Was it Kennywood? Was it Waldemere? Was it Knobles? Or was it Hershey Park? Well, I know the answer to this because I was at those parks. <laughs> That's right. This is a pretty easy one for us. But I don't know. The the uh, amusement park road what, trip. That was, was that season two? Season two. The uh, Towards the beginning of season yeah, two. And it was, was, so that was 14 years ago, if you guys remember this yeah. one. So, yeah. Some people hated it, too, man. Yeah, let's see what the audience thought. It 70, was infamous. And they do yeah. remember. That's good. Yeah, there we go. 70% saying Waldemir. That, of course, is the correct answer. So, so they remember that one, yeah, too. Good. So that is pretty good. Let's move on to question 13. For many years, Mike, EB, and Costa Radio listeners helped judge the roller coaster engineering contest for what school? Yeah. Okay. Logan Elementary School, Lister Elementary School, Layer Elementary School, or 
loser elementary school and do not get pick loser just because you think it's funny yeah no no no. trying to get some accurate stats yeah yeah i had to when i read this question mike i had to think in my brain of you saying it yes yes right i had Mm -hmm. that audio that that audio memory of you saying this yeah because you might think it was one of the others but you had to remember me saying it let's see what the audience said Ooh. Look, this would have been a savage question if we had kept going. 53% mm-hmm. saying Logan. Because it was loser. No, yeah. it was not. <laughs> That's right. 4% said loser. But the correct We're answer. out to the losers yeah. at Loser Elementary. There we go. But, of course, it was Layer Elementary. That's where Layer we were. Elementary, so, yes. Yeah. So that's, that would have been, I thought, one that would knock a lot of people out. But mm-hmm. uh, people got knocked out very early on this The game. fighting losers. Yeah, yeah. This is fun, though. I like going through these 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 uh, questions, even though we, we didn't. This is them. good. No, this is this is just like before when we were you know, going through the memories of Costa Radio. This is this is bringing back all of those fond memories. Yeah, exactly. All right. So here we go. Question 14. Which of the original show hosts or joint chiefs is related to a current host? Was it Mario, Greg K, Flava or EB? Well, I'm, am I related to myself? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that I'm doesn't. D, no. I'm confused no, no, by no. that you, one. In other words, you would be related to Flava, Greg, or Mario. That that's one of. Oh, the things I got like, you. Yeah. Okay, went the other way. Or yeah, like, yeah, but I guess it would it wouldn't count. So it's you know who is who is related. I think we needed to put you in on that just to fill it out. But uh, <laughs> this is a tough one though. If you if you didn't listen to season one, season two, you yeah, know. And it it could be trick. Yeah, okay, they got it. They yeah. know this one. Yeah, Good. they know it. Yeah, of course, Greg K, uh, my brother. That's the answer to that one there. So. Uh, on season one and season two. And uh, the last time we saw him on the show was at um, Silver Dollar City. He, he came ap- to the meetup. That yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, he appeared on stage <laughs> in sort of a time travel type thing. It was very funny. Very good. I like this, man. All right, let's go on to question number 15 here. Which coaster at Kings Island made Mike sick during his only visit? <laughs> well, see, and this one is one of those where even if you don't know the answer, you can probably figure it out. Yes, yeah. Didn't she? Flight of Fear, Invertigo, or Vortex. You don't necessarily need to know Mike or the podcast. No. You just need to know King's Island. Yeah, exactly. The, <laughs> this, this is one a, right. Yeah. And and this, of course, um, is one where um, I just, yeah, I talked about it every now and then here at Coaster Radio. And, man, it's it's one that I, I, I've never forgotten. Uh, I'm glad it's gone. 69% <laughs> agree. Yes, Aww. because it is Vortex. It is indeed Vortex. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a horrible ride, man. <laughs> and remember, like speaking of like COVID stuff, that's the ride where I'm riding and I'm yelling at one point, probably in pain. But like, I guess the girl in front of me yelled out or said something, but her spit went flying back and hit me in the mouth. I remember was, that story. Yes. Ugh. And that just made me even sicker, man. And then Cincinnati John comes to Kings Island to hang out with me in the evening. And I'm sitting on a park bench and I'm like, dude, I can't ride anything. And he must have been like, oh, great. I made it all this way. Come to this the park. Coaster and, poser. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so good. So good. All right. Let's go to question number 16. Which podcaster once hosted an episode of CoasterRadio.com? Right. I do. We There's only yeah. like a, one or two episodes that Mike and I don't even appear in. Yes. Yes. So the answers are Jim Hill, The Legend, Ricky Briganti, or Lou Mangello. Lou Mangello. <laughs> Don't you wish it was it's that? Lou Mangello. <laughs> I wish it was. the podcast with the chocolate and vanilla swirl. Yes. Now, this person hosted it when we were taking a week off, and we basically let them host a clips show where we played clips of Coaster Radio. And uh, let's see what the audience thinks. I wonder if people knew this one. 
See, people going with what they think it might be. Sure, right. You would think it was the legend from In the Loop hosting, but he's actually, I don't think, ever even been on the show. Um, then you've got some others. Lou Mangiello, we'd love to have him on the show sometime. That would be fun. But the correct answer. I'm Lou Mangiello. <laughs> correct answer, Ricky Briganti. And 29% of the audience thinking it was him, which, and he did. He back when he ran Inside the Magic, he came yeah, over. Yeah, that would have been a tough thing. one for folks, I think. If, if, yeah. if anybody made it to that, if we made it to this question in the game, that would have yeah. been tough. I'm curious if Michael, who won this, is, is playing and if he w- has missed any. We're going to have to ask him. We'll get him on the show at some point and ask him some questions about that. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. he is in the chat room. Michael, we'd like to know if you were like still getting a perfect. Yeah, score how are you here. doing? Yeah, it'd be really interesting to see. Actually, I think we could look at the, uh, the rankings. Is he. Oh, well, oh, Cincinnati okay. John came in. Cincinnati John came in late, I think. So that's why he's, he's, so in, he's there, joined so. in late. So, yeah, well, and I remember I'm playing um, the old HQ trivia. It was always fun to play all the way through yeah. and being like, I got everything right except yes. for question six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Being so angry. Exactly. All right. So let's see here. We got question 17. What theme park treat was cooked up to celebrate the 4th of July during season two? This was at your house. Yep. And we stayed in the house cooking up the treat while Mike went outside while well, Flavor went outside to light the fireworks. Yes, yes. So was it churros, turkey legs, deep fried Oreos, or potato patch fries? We should have made potato patch fries. Yeah, that would have been good, right? Potato might have been better than what we finally did meet. Let's see what the audience says. They said, they deep, yeah, 60% deep fried Oreos. That was a famous thing on Coaster Radio. That, of course, is the correct answer there as well. Oh, uh, this is a fun trip down memory lane, man. This is cool. This All is right. Good. Yeah. Question 18. What was the name of the online zine that Coaster Radio produced for a short time? This is one of those good ideas that never caught yeah, on. Yeah. It was really fun because it was a new company that had come out and we were like beta testing it for them. But it basically was a cool way to do a magazine for your show notes. So was it good content? The CR Weekly Meetup, the first drop or in style? Yeah, this, this this was back in the days of the blog. Yeah. This is back mm-hmm. in the old days of mm-hmm. coastradio.com, um, the, the, the old new form forums. Yeah. I like this, though, because basically instead of just putting a list of links for our show notes, we could actually have a magazine online that you would flip. And I think it was the guys who created YouTube who created this. And we were beta testing it for them. Let's see if people remember this. No, they don't. They don't remember this. This is something, mm-hmm. he, like you said, he kind of went away. A lot of people thinking it was the first drop, but really it was called In Style. Yeah, that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. Yeah, yeah, that would have knocked some people out, I think. And that's why it was put at question 18. Well, and, and not only did this happen a long, long time ago in Costa Radio, it's also not memorable. That's right. No, no, it was not. No, absolutely. It was something that it was there for a whole season, but that was it. It came and went, it, it came and, went and didn't really take off. And it was. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Michael says that's the first one that he guessed and missed. So that would have okay. even knocked him out. That's that's one that would have knocked a lot of people out. But uh, 30 percent of the people still hanging on there, still watching that. So let's go to question 19. What drink was briefly the official beverage of Costa Radio? <laughs> was it Red's Hopping Cauldron Butterscotch Beer? Was it Reed's Flying Cauldron Butterscotch Beer? Was it Harry's Haunted Cauldron Butterscotch Beer or Ron's Dancing Cauldron Butterscotch Beer? I thought it was MapleLeafTickets.com. It was. Remember them? That was. Oh, we, sh- we should have had a question about them. The that drink. was so good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see what people thought. Yeah, they remember that, too. That was sort uh, of recent. Reads. Yeah. And again, this is one of those audio questions where you have to re- yeah. remember the audio of Mike saying it in your ear. That's yes. how you remember Reed's Absolutely. Flying Cauldron Butterscotch Beer. Yeah. And good stuff, too. Good stuff. It remember, was. They sent us boxes of that stuff. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. We could use some more. 
I think that would be good. Hey, they're still out there. This is a question I wrote thinking it would knock people out. And and I, I'm curious what's going to happen when we say, what was a ride not mentioned in the poem A Coaster Boy Christmas? Was it Top Thrill Dragster, Journey to Atlantis, King Ka, or Steel Phantom? Well, I have listened to that every year for yep. several years at this point. And I would get this one right. Yeah. Oh, you. so you know this one. Okay, I'm curious. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know this one because each yeah. of these has a very important plot point, Yes, I feel like, in yeah. the Coaster Boy Christmas. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So very, yeah, you are right, EB. That is true. So let's see. Let's see what the audience says. Oh, yeah, see, they would have knocked people out because I, I. They, they yeah. remembered King to Ka because yep. that was the whole thing, like, which is the tallest roller coaster. Yep. But also remember Coaster Boy wore a shirt saying I uh, visited yep. Steel Phantom on opening on night. On opening night, yep. Uh, also, Coaster Boy said, hey. Jo- I know Journey I- to Atlantis. Isn't a rhyme. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So Top Thrill Dragster, surprisingly, was yep. not mentioned in a Coaster Boy Christmas at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 27% of people would have gotten that one right here. So see this. What's really fun about this is there's so much Coaster Radio history and we're not even like scratching the surface of it. We're just, you know, kind of getting just a little bit here through these 30 questions. So. Uh, so, yeah. So there we go. That was uh, question number 20. Let's go to 21 here. What song did Mike sing at the American Idol experience oh. at Disney's Hollywood Studios? Yeah, this one would have been really tough for me because I yeah. remember that whole saga, but I you don't remember that. Can't the, remember the song. Yeah, was it "Fly Me to the Moon," "Walking in Memphis," "Sway," or "Orange Shirt Girl"? It wasn't "Orange Shirt Girl." <laughs> I remember that song. That was so. Bad. I do remember that song. That's one of those songs that I wrote that I am, am embarrassed by today. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed by that. I'm glad it's like not even on. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, the the late 2000s did have a lot of problematic content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's see what um, the audience thought it, uh, it was. This will be interesting. Forty-four uh, percent saying "Fly Me to the Moon." Well, I think because that's what the song that people recognize, and yeah. they can imagine you singing that, Mike. Yeah, yeah. It, it was not "Walking in Memphis." Although I went back years later to the American Idol experience, I had a friend who was working there, and he texted me and he said, "We don't have enough people for the four o'clock show. Will you please come and sing?" And so I went and I sang Walking in Memphis. I didn't even have to audition. I just like went through the whole process. And, nice. Uh, but the time I did have to go and I did have to audition and I did have to pass it, I sang Sway. That was the one that was there. So that was that 23% people getting that one. Right. I, I like that whole um, year of Coaster Radio. We went through a whole thing with you, Mike, where you were like getting um, yeah. voice coaching and you went, you auditioned the songs and then we followed you out um, mm-hmm. down to Disney to do the whole thing. That was great. That was so much fun. That was neat. And I, I love the episode arc. It's yeah. good stuff. I, I miss those. I'd like to get back to those where we take something. It was like the Neil Patrick Harris project or this American Idol thing where it was an entire season to get to one result. I want to mm-hmm. do that again. We, we kind of gotten away from that. So I'd like to try that again. That'd be fun. All right, let's see. Question number 22. What was the name of the car rental guy who gave Mike and Flava the Monte Carlo? This is a hard one. Was the it car rental yeah. guy who gave you? So this was at, when you guys flew out to, to Louisville to go to ho- Holiday World. Yeah. And the JetBlue Monte Carlo to ride in style. What are yeah. the names? Yeah. So was it Arav, Admir, Alvaro, or Amadon? Uh. And remember, he had that accent. He's like, would you like a JetBlue Monte Carlo? The JetBlue Monte Carlo. Like I still see JetBlue Monte Carlo. <laughs> ride in style. That riding in style. Yeah, that's the guy who said uh, ride in style. So, yeah, let's see what people think. Oh, look at that. 
people they know remember that. Admir. Yeah, Admir is right. I, I was thinking that would confuse people, but no, people remember no, they Admir. Nailed this one. Good job, guys. I think that's one that a story that has been told so many times. So that's good. That's like in the minds of the listeners. That's that's pretty great. All right, let's keep going here. Mike and EB met all of the stars of How I Met Your Mother, except ooh, the main cast. I do. Yep, I absolutely remember this. Yeah, was it Jason Siegel, Allison Hannigan, Kobe Smolders, or Josh Radner? And we did meet Jason Siegel, even though he was on a couch 30 feet away and wouldn't look at us. That still counts as meeting him. <laughs> he did shake our hands in the booth. He did. He, I remember he shook hands. Oh, like, he did hey, come around you? finally. He yeah. did. He did. Although he was sitting on that couch for a long time. So so there's two answers. Wait, let's see what people think. I'm curious about this. They know. I, yeah, they Good. know. Yeah, the majority of the audience knows that she was not uh, shooting any scenes that day. Colby Smolders was not there. Right. So. So all of her scenes were um, her in the uh, newsroom and, and in the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. So she was not on set the day that we were there and the, what the rest of the cast was. And that is one of my favorite episodes of Coaster Radio. I think it's like two hours, maybe three. Telling you. that story. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like a three hour podcast of us just recounting everything that happened from the moment we walked into that soundstage to the moment we left. Mm-hmm. What, that was one of the best days of my life. I got to tell you, just for like how surreal everything was and how weird it was and how terrifying it was at points, like sitting on that set of How I Met Your Mother. And Yeah, it's I, it, up there. Yeah, huh? yeah. It, it is up there of like yeah. unique, interesting experiences, right? Of, oh, of, yeah. I mean, that's pretty that's pretty significant, I feel like, to have a yeah. day enter into your top 10. I think so. I think yeah. so. It was great. And that whole trip was so great because we went to Disneyland. We did a lot of stuff, man. That was a fun, yeah. you know, and just knowing and then getting a chance even 10 years later now, that episode airs all the time or it's on Amazon Prime. And oh, just, yeah. yeah it just, oh, yeah. It's amazing how many times like, I stumbled upon it before it, yeah. um, randomly. And, it's, and that's just the weirdest thing. Oh, be yeah. like flipping channels. And that's me. Yeah, it's we- it's weird. Uh. man. But then I remember the sheer terror of it all. Because we mm-hmm. kind of like literally I know there's a cliche of being thrown into the deep end of the pool. That's what it was like. We got thrown <laughs> just like here, sit here and action. And we right. <laughs> no one told right, us what right, to right. do. Yeah. And we tried and we got yelled at. I remember that. All right. Let's because go. we couldn't be quiet. <laughs> That's right. Because we're with <laughs> because we didn't know the difference between being silent and whispering. <laughs> yes. Apparently. There we go. Got yelled at. All right, question number 24. Which of the following European parks features the voices of Mike and EB during their Halloween event? Does it still? It still does to this day. Still yeah. does. To, so that, that theme is still there. Oh, yeah. this is, oh man, they could have made this a lot easier by yeah. not having two UK parks. There you go. Thorpe Park, Alton Towers, Europa Park, or Fantasia Land. Welcome to Fantasia Land. Yeah. I'm my EB and I'm scary. Yeah, there you go. Now, this, of course, was uh, all written by Nick Hudson. Uh, he mm-hmm. was the one who asked us to do this. Let's see what people think. Do they? Yeah, they know it. They know it. Over fifty-six percent of the audience sang Thorpe Park, and so that was a cool one. And um, yeah, that was so much fun. And I think they have played it the past couple of years. That mm-hmm. same soundtrack that we were a part of. And by the way, shout out to Nick Hudson, whose theme park fan the musical uh, premiered this past weekend, and a lot of people loving it. It's it's great. Gotten a lot of great reviews, and uh, oh, a lot that is of, so much fun. Yeah, isn't a it? lot of a lot of big people. I think we're gonna have Nick on the show. Uh, down the road here to talk a little bit about that. So that's good. All right. So here we go. Got five questions left here. Flava has the same first name as which other member of the Joint Chiefs? Mike, EB, Mario, or Greg? So, of course, good. Flava is not his real name, but he chose that name because he shares a name with somebody else. Who is it? This is a hard one because I think we only said his real name twice by accident in season one. 
And even well, I the, mean, we we say by accident. I think I said it by accident earlier tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have. You might have. What's funny is I think I can't remember who wrote this question, but even the person who wrote this question had the correct answer wrong. <laughs> Great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They thought it was you. They thought it was your name. But uh, but yeah. All let's right. See what people think here. I'm also flavor. Yeah. See, it's kind of spread across, but just by a noggin. People know that his name was Mike. His name is Mike as well. And that's why. Also Michael, yes. That's why he said, all right, I'm going to be Flava. And th- it's so funny, like Flava chose that name thinking we were going to do like three episodes. Well, of as a podcast. joke, yeah. right? He yeah. was, it was like, oh, well, I'm just going to pick a, I'm going to pick a cool name. Like, hey, I'm the Flava. Yeah, exactly. Like, but nope, you're going to be that for four years. Yeah. Dude. And he said um, even that, um, like he was so embarrassed after the show took off because he's like, well, now I'm stuck with this name Flava. I don't want that name. But, you know, he was really thinking we would never get to 10 episodes let alone 600 so kind of fun all right here we go let's wind it down someone pitched mike and eb a show idea in their day jobs about wine what was it called right so when we worked at the tv station we did have this independent producer come to us with an idea of a show that was about wine and we have told this story multiple times i feel like over yes. the past 15 years yeah all yeah. right was what it are they? wine a little laugh a lot <laughs> The Great yes. Debates, yes. You Had Me at Merlot, yes. or No Wine Left Behind. <laughs> yes, all four of those shows I'm green lighting right now. I love them all. This one have knocked people out too, but still 48% remember because you said the answer a special way, E.B. <clears throat> yeah. The Great. Well, that was, that, no, he said it. Remember the guy, the he guy would say, like, he, he was like, yeah. I am going to be there in a full military regalia. <laughs> Right. Wasn't that his thing? Like, his thing with the yeah. cap and the ribbons. And then yeah. I will come out and I will say, it is time for the grape <laughs> debate. Like those are two chest pounds. <laughs> he right found there. in his chest as he debate. said it. It was so embarrassing. It was the so embarrassing. I remember debate. it was on a, a random Friday and I just wanted to go home and drink. I was so like dejected by this like, thing that he was saying, like, I don't want to work on the grape debate. So you good. had me at Merlot. Yeah. That I like that. I wish it was that. <laughs> Fantastic. They, now these questions are written yeah. by like Tom and Cincinnati guys, no, John they, and they Kevin. Did, they, did, yeah. so they dug some deep. They were. They went. That's good. This yeah. Is, they went back there. Eb and I wrote very few of these, so that that's why these are so so great and so much fun. So congratulations to those guys. They're great. All right. Here's question twenty-seven. What is Mario's last name? You wrote this one, E.B. This is a tough one. Has he ever said his last name on the show? I, well, it has appeared in the context of the show in the past. That's yes. why it is a valid question. But this is another really deep cut. And I feel like this one would knock people out for sure yeah. if we actually did make it to question 27 in the last fan standing contest. Absolutely. Was it A, Williams, B, Wilson, C, Wayans, or D, Wiseman? He is the lost Wayans brother. It's true. <laughs> yes. Did you like that? All right. So let's see. I'm curious. 50% saying Williams. They know it. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah. See, so that, it's it's funny. There are these things that I think people would not pay attention to and not know, but that's, that's pretty impressive. That's you think? very impressive. 50% of everybody who's in here right now. That's pretty cool. Great stuff, guys. This is really good. Mm-hmm. All right. Question number 28. These were the ones designed to like start like really knocking people out. Uh, so, let's see. What is the original number for the voicemail line, which we used in season one and two? And yeah. then it went away, and then we just recently brought it back a few years ago. So yeah. what is the original number? Yeah. Was it 314-Intamin, 424-Coaster, 206-339-Ride, or 703-569-Park? Well, what is it right now? Uh, it, right now, it is 424-Coaster. That's what I thought. Yeah, okay, that's so it's it not now. B. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not B. 
Well, 703, that's your area code. So yeah. I hope that's not your home number. No, no, out. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what people thought. Do they like remember? 314 Intamin, though. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. See, now 41% saying the current one, but it was well, not the, that. No, yeah. we had another one. Yeah, yeah, we had another one. And of course it was uh, 206-339-RIDE, as we yeah. used to say. Yeah. And see, and, and as soon as I remembered that, I could totally remember it yeah. saying those numbers. Yeah. yeah. This is fun, man. All right. Question 29. These were going to be like the stratosphere ones, you know, like way up there. What was the name of? Oh, this is a tough one. You wrote this one, EB. No one's going to get this. I'm. What was the name of the film critic who guested on the show to discuss the movie Roller Coaster? So when we were talking movies yes. and we talked about the movie Roller Coaster from the 70s and we had an actual guest on from the American Film Institute. He was yeah. our friend from work. Was it Mike Jack? Mike Jack? Jack Michaels? Or Jack <laughs> Michaels? Jack Michelle? I like that one. You like that? That's pretty good. That's a tough one. I wonder, does anybody know this? I'm going to be shocked if like this, the correct answer is there. Oh, look at that. The audience. I like Jack Michaels. Yeah, Jack yeah, Michaels. just going for a name that yeah, makes sense. it sounds good. But no, no, no actually, it was Mike no. Jack. Mike yeah, Jack was Mike Jack name. was our friend. Yep, oh, that would have been a great name. one. I'm uh, That would have been a great one if we had gotten to 29. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was such a good episode, too. Go back and listen to that episode, the roller coaster episode. Mike, yeah. does, Mike Jack does a great job critiquing the film it's really good yeah, take some coasterradio.com listeners who haven't gone back into the archive yes yeah you don't want to go back into the archives maybe and listen to the very timely episodes where we're talking about yeah. the new roller coasters of 2008 but go back and you'll see there are some really really good evergreen episodes where the content is just as fresh and just as good today and this mike jack episode where we're talking about the movie roller coaster is yeah. one of them oh it's so good I mean, he gives some really good trivia, especially about the guy who yells, there's the loop. There's the yeah. loop. Like you actually learn more about that guy and that he's a mm-hmm. actual, um, I think he passed away just recently, but he's a, was a stuntman and very prolific in Hollywood. And But that's something we wouldn't have known just by ourselves. So it's a really, really good episode. There's so many good episodes in the archives, man, over the 600. It's so they really good. are. Yeah. So good. All right. One last one here for Last Fan Standing. This was going to be the 30th question. Let's see what it is. What social website did we ask listeners to use to identify themselves in season one? Ooh, hard one, man. This season one, was it Frappy, Flippy, Frapper, or Frogger? Oh, so we're not talking about like MySpace or Facebook or anything. Nope. This was some other weird website. And, and we can say what it is. It was where you actually would put your pin in a map to show us where you were listening from. That's yes, what it was. that was the whole thing. You put your username and where you were listening from. And it, the idea was to generate a map with pins yeah. of all of the listeners. And Mike, I remembered this one because we would always talk about the Frapper map. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And oh, look, the audience not knowing that one. They, of course, it is Frapper. But 44% saying it was Flippy. 10% saying it was Frogger. That was something that people just forgot about. But that was early Coaster Radio, man. Yeah. Early, that, early, that, early. That went the, yeah, that went the, went the way of a lot of other good ideas of CoasterRadio.com. Yeah. I got to say something, B.B. We have done a lot of things on this show over 600 episodes. This was one of my favorites. This was fun. This was interactive. This had a lot of people participating. Oh, I thought you were saying this was fun, the Frapper map. Oh, no. No, not oh, the, the contest. This is what we're doing right yes, now. Yes, okay. this, this whole thing Boy, right the now. the Frapper map. That's yeah. my fondest memory. I'd, lo- I'd love to bring it back maybe, but dude, I got to say, Last Fan Standing is going to go down 
in my memory of Coaster Radio is one of like, easily top five things that we've done. It's so much fun. So great. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. I was glad that we could identify the last fan standing. Thanks for everybody who actually played the game along with us. It was super duper fun. And Mike, I think we, we should also be celebrating not only our winner, but everybody who participated to make this the biggest live look in of coasterradio.com yes. that we've ever had. We want everybody to come back. Make sure you do come back Tuesday nights. Watch the live look in. We have so much fun. The chat room's going and you get a whole different experience than you're going to get when you listen oh, to yeah. the podcast. So you really are getting double the content. Yeah. And one thing I, w- I hope you guys have noticed, I don't know if you've listened to the last like four or five shows. We've really trying to up our game in terms of not only content with Coaster Radio, but more interactivity. So this game that we played tonight, this was really a test to see how it would work. I think we've got some shows coming up down the road. We're doing one show where we are focusing on either an entire park or an entire ride just for the whole episode. Just Mm -hmm. one thing. What if we did a game like this again? Or what if it was about like the Indiana Jones adventure at Disneyland and we had 20 trivia questions or something? Like we could have some real fun with this. And so we really hope that you guys watch us on Facebook and and, uh, Twitter and like find out when these things are coming and join us for these things. Because I think episodes like this where we've got some interactivity are just so much fun, man. And we want to do more of it. We really do. It, it is a lot of fun. So we, we've got the game here. We've got the polling that we do, like with Hot or Not. That's always a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, we even have sometimes the ancient French um, <laughs> guy with the smoke behind oh, him yeah, the, on the live look. And that's something Thomas, you're not going to yeah. get with the audio podcast. So yeah. please, if you're listening to the audio podcast and you missed it, do check out live.coasterradio.com next Tuesday night. Because whatever day you're listening to the podcast next Tuesday night, Mike and EB are going to be live at live.coasterradio.com. Yes. Thank you guys so much, so much. I mean, thanks to everybody who supports the show week after week. Those people who do their shopping at Amazon by going to Coaster Radio first, that's a huge way that helps us. Uh, That brings money into the show to pay for the interactivity like this. Uh, There have been some great people who have been helping us out by reviewing the show on iTunes. Yes. Um, Not only leaving like a five-star review, but actually writing a few words about it. That's really helpful. But we really want to thank our friends at patreon.com slash coaster radio. This interactivity that we brought you tonight wasn't cheap. And so the money that gets spent uh, and, and sent to us through Patreon goes right back into the show for things like this. That's exactly how Patreon works. That's exactly yeah. right, Mike. Well, the patreon.com slash Coaster Radio is where listeners can go to support coasterradio.com. Keep the good content coming yep. week after week. Look at this, Mike. Look how much prettier I look. Oh, you look. Oh, look at that. That's oh, a, I look terrible now. But look, I turn on this wonderful light that I bought. You bought and a ring light. Like, I, I bought one, too, for people watching on the thing. Watch this. I can turn off mine and look at that. See? Yeah. I got to tweak okay. mine a little bit. I, it's, I still have to work on it. I got a little bit coming over here on the, the top of my head. See, look, I just put something right there. That I got. Nice. Uh, yeah, I want to get like a flag. I got to flag it off that. right See? there. Yeah, I'm going to flag it off right there. Oh, I just stand yeah. like this the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, patreon.com slash radio. If you want to keep the podcast coming week after week and theme park news, our daily podcast and flash briefing that content coming day after day do go to patreon.com slash coaster radio you can learn about perks bonus content behind the scenes access there's so much fun stuff happening over there there's a little video we explain it all to you go to patreon.com slash coaster radio there are a lot of different perks but one of the best ones is at the 20 dollars level you get your name read on the show we're going to do that right now Alan Bergfield, Brian Cosson, Charlie and Jesse Brooks, Chris Rankin, Club Z, Colton from the theme park, Cynthia, Dan Dyler, Dan the T-shirt guy, David Sakala, David Yuanowich, Grace, Gregory Delaney. Do you want to read the rest, EB? There's a huge <laughs> list here. Just keep this going. Is great. John Brody, Josh Combs, Jumbo Shrimp, Karen and Lee Howard, Keith Nettles, Kenneth Lamont. 
Kevin Wilson, our friends at Made to Thrill, Marshall the Big Easy Hider, Matt from Yorkshire, Michael Fuco, Mikey Mayo, Palo de los Reyes, Rick Burnley, Timmy Young, Tom from Louisville, and Zachary Carpenter. Also, our honorary executive producers, Slater, Todd Houts, and Brian Wackler. Thank you guys so, so much. This has been a great and super fun episode. A 600, Mike, 600. of radio.com. I can't believe I it. It's it's amazing. This is yeah. awesome. So looking forward to next week, 601. 601, man. Starting a whole nother. I love I it. I love it. I can do it. Thank you guys so much for helping us out this week, though. What a fun episode. One that's going to go down in the history books. One I'll remember forever. It's a great one. It's very cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the original Theme Park Podcast. For CoasterRadio.com, I'm Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers. CoasterRadio.com is a production of Lift Hill Media, LLC. The show is intended for private use only and may not be redistributed or broadcast without our express written permission. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.